This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you. Hello and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Andrew Nkoyoyo. A happy Good Friday Resurrection Passover to you all. Thank you for joining us from wherever you're joining us around the world. We are glad we could spend this time together. We are coming with you, to you, with this word from the Lord. It's the word for 2020 and for this decade. The Lord spoke to me in September as I was working on this book that is coming out in a couple months, Catch and Release the Supernatural. And the goal of that book was to equip the saints to walk and move in the power of God. But while I was doing, uh, putting together the book and working on editing and all the stuff that goes into it, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me and he said, this is gonna be a year of my power in the church so the church can take the kingdom and release it all around us. The kingdoms of this world must become the kingdoms of our Lord. And the only way God is gonna do it is that you and I step into our destiny, the destiny of his power. So now is the time. So on this broadcast today, I'm gonna share three keys that tie into that. You desire to walk in the power of God. You desire to see signs and wonders. Maybe you just desire to experience the results of that power that is miracles in your own body, healing, deliverance, clarity. You desire to hear God's voice to overcome the enemy. Whatever it is that you're desiring, God has the solution and that solution is the power of God that is in you, upon you, and through you. And God is going to transform the world around you, dear friend, using you. That's right. We are living in the most important time, I believe, in the history of Christianity, in the history of the earth. And we have an opportunity to be a part of the greatest awakening that the world has ever seen. And when the Bible talks about uh, the outpouring of God's spirit in Joel chapter 2, verse 28, you know, that outpouring, actually, when you study it, it means that God will uncover, will reveal, will disclose the spirit, okay? The outpouring. It is for those sons and daughters, you and I, known the professional ministers, those sons and daughters that will get a hold of this message, a hold of this truth, that the outpouring of the Spirit, the unveiling of the Spirit, the manifesting of the Spirit, the disclosing of the Spirit is for sons and daughters to dream dreams, to prophesy, to release the kingdom. This is our time. We have a pandemic of the coronavirus all around us. But in the midst of all this, what is God saying to the church? And what is God doing through the church? Dear friend, we have the keys of the kingdom and we have what it takes to push back darkness if we will begin to act. Take our rightful position and begin to act. So today, we want to share with you three keys. But first, 
Let's read Psalms 110 verse 3. You see, God is calling you to be activated in his army. Now, this verse is talks about David, but we can personalize it for us today and learn from it. Your people will offer themselves willingly. We are offering ourselves willingly to participate in your battle in the day of your power. Okay? In the day of God's power, in the year of God's power, in the decade of God's power like you have never seen before, there is an outpouring. There is a movement of the saints that God is equipping and calling to, uh, forth, that is bringing forth out of the woodworks. On the day of his power, are we offering ourselves? Are we heeding the call? In the splendor of holiness from the womb of the dawn, your young men are to you as the dew. This talks about David. Now, this is a call for the army of God, for those that will hear the call to participate in God's army, to participate in the kingdom, in advancing the kingdom. Now, you might be saying, brother, but I'm not a minister. This has nothing to do with ministry. We are living in the time, like right now we are in this lockdown. Your ministry, you are the priest, you are the minister first, to your household, to your family. And God right now is using you that way. But he wants us to take back the family mountain. He wants us to take back the seven mountains. How is he going to do it? He's going to use people like you and I. Okay? He's not going to use the 1%. Now, remember this. The clergy, the professional ministers, make up 1% of the church. So the 1% cannot reach the 99%. It is impossible. That's why Ephesians 4, you know, 9 all down to 11, it talks about for us to equip the saints. So we are coming out with this message, with this word, to equip the saints. You are the saints. You are the one that God is using to bring about a harvest. You are the one God is using to reach your world, your mountain. There's a mountain. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. Guess what? Your mountain is that family that God has given you. The children that you're homeschooling, the children that you're raising. You know, maybe you're a businessman. Your mountain is the marketplace, is the business mountain. And God wants you to move in the power of his spirit because you know what? The spirit of God is not limited only to healing to signs and wonders for deliverance or a few physical miracles. No, the Spirit of God will manifest in the life of the one who is called to fulfill a certain assignment, to fulfill a certain destiny. If the Spirit of God calls you to into business and God has called you into business, that's the Spirit of God is going to manifest himself that way to give you the ability and the power to be successful, to bring about the transformation, the change that God desires in the business world through strategic ideas, inventions, leadership. You see, dear friend, that's why your greatest need is not prayer, your greatest need is not faith, your greatest need is the power of God. But watch this, you cannot have it without faith and you can have not have it without prayer. But the greatest need, the end result of prayer, the end result of our intimacy is God to fill us with all the fullness of himself. 
Now, when we are overflowing with the fullness of God, then prayer becomes something that we enjoy. It becomes a feast. In our reading the Word of God, loving God, and serving God, and obeying God becomes a part of our everyday lifestyle because we are overflowing with the fullness of God. And God accomplishes that through the mighty working of His power. Put that in your spirit. So this year, God is calling the church out of the basement, out of the hiding. You see, we kind of have like the, the Gideon church. You see, Gideon was a mighty man of valor, but he was hiding in the wine press, in, in thinking he was the least in his family. I'm the least, I come from the least clan of Manasseh. He, he didn't think that actually he has what it takes. He didn't measure up. But in God's eye, he also only needed the Spirit of God, to empower him, the power of God. And the Bible tells us in Judges chapter 6, verse 34, it's not on your screen, he tells us that the Spirit of God clothed himself with Gideon, and Gideon became a mighty commander-in-chief. Why? He went from being this weakling, you know, thinking he doesn't have what it takes, to leading God's people into victory, to, de to defeat Three armies that were coming against them. So what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter where you are right now. It doesn't matter your experience. It doesn't even matter your calling, your spiritual maturity. It has nothing to do with your spiritual gifting. The Spirit of God is going to empower you. And listen to this, friend. If you believe Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have received the anointing of salvation. If you have received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, you have experienced the river level of the anointing. You know, the salvation is the, the well level in John chapter 4 and chapter 7. Okay? But when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you go from the well into the river. You can do a whole lot more with the river than you can do with the well. But watch this. From there, you experience the anointing to minister, the anointing to, to be a priest, to be a servant, to release the kingdom. That's the anointing that Jesus says all these signs are going to follow those that believe, okay? Because you are walking in that anointing. Now, that anointing is the same anointing, the same Holy Spirit that you and I have received or any other spiritual general. Now, others go on to be intentional, to seek and to flow in it like I teach in the School of the Anointing and in my life trainings and all these other resources. But right now, what we want to talk about is you getting activated, is you believing that God can do something with you and is already doing something in you. But the good news is the God of miracles, the God of power is already inside of you, dear friend. The Holy Spirit, Jesus said, Luke 24, 49, he said, Wait in Jerusalem until you are clothed with power. Acts 1.8, the fulfillment of that promise comes in Acts 1.8. Acts it continues the promise, you shall receive power. And then in Acts chapter 2, we see the fulfillment of that promise. What, were they, what did they receive? They received the clothing of power. That is one thing. It was going to take for them to go from these ordinary fishermen to become transformers, reformers, nation changers, life changers. Now, stay with me. Why did Jesus succeed so well in his earthly ministry? We know he received the Holy Spirit 
Okay? But I want to share the keys that will help you to unlock the power that we talk about. That power is in you right now. But how do you unlock it? I'm going to give you three keys. They are simple, but I believe they are profound. They have changed my life, and they're going to change yours. Key number one. See what Jesus is doing and do the same way. Jesus tells us in John chapter 5, verse 19 to 20. This is what he says. I read out of the Amplified. So Jesus answered them by saying, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, the son can do nothing of himself of his own accord unless it is something he sees the father doing. For whatever things the father does, the son in his return, in his, re in his turn also does in the same way. Did you make the connection? The father is doing, the son is watching, he sees what the father is doing, and then replicates that on the earth. So, Jesus was successful because he did what the father did. Verse 20. And he gives us the key to God's secrets. For the Father dearly loves the Son and shows him everything. Wait a minute. Is that possible? This is great news. Is that possible? Yeah, but you say, brother, uh, that was Jesus. I'm going to show you here shortly. It says the, the, the Father loves the Son and shows him everything that he himself is doing. And the Father will show him greater works than these so that you will be filled with wonder. Dear friend, this was the, the really the, the, the foundation of this little book, Working the Works of God, that has touched so many lives. Working the Works of God. Jesus said, greater works shall you do, because I'm going to the Father. Now, listen. How do we get Jesus' secrets? How do we see what Jesus is doing? So we can replicate that here on earth. John 16, verse 12 to 14. It's, Jesus said, but when he, the Spirit of truth, comes... He will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. Verse 14. He will glorify me. Watch this. Because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. See, we have been banging our heads on the wall and we are contending with heaven and pounding heaven. We don't need to do all that stuff. You know why? Because Jesus said the Father loves the Son, He reveals all things. Jesus loves us, He reveals to us what He's doing. It's not a secret anymore because He wants to reveal and He loves us. It is out of the, the heart of God's love or the love of God that all this revelation is flowing out of. This is the problem. The problem is very few really ask what Jesus is doing. Very few seek to know what is he thinking? What is he doing? You're going through a situation and before, before we seek what he's doing, we go to people for answers. We seek out everybody else's help, direction, strategy, except Jesus. Jesus was successful and effective in his life and his ministry because he only did what he saw the Father do. And the Bible told us that the Father loves the Son. He reveals everything. Listen to this. Jesus loves you. 
he's going to reveal. That's right. He's going to reveal everything that he's doing. If you and I pay attention, let me give you an, a, a short testimony here. I have several, but I'm going to give you one. When my liver was failing me, and the doctor told me, stop everything. Your liver can't tolerate everything you're taking. Pretty, I can't move. Basically, I, 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 at that point, I, I needed a miracle. Jesus said, ask me how I'm healing you. So I asked, how are you healing me? And there it was. He says, go do communion, pray, and anoint yourselves with oil, and you'll be healed. As simple as that. Whoa. You mean I don't need to fast and pray and I, need, I don't need to do? No. Because what Jesus is doing is healing me through laying on of hands, anointing myself with oil, and communion. And pray. That's it. See, that wasn't my strategy. But that, that was Jesus' strategy. So when we executed on that strategy, I received a creative miracle of a new liver right there on the spot. Never seen anything like this. In my own body, I could see like an operation going on through my clothes. Right there. Sitting on the couch. A miracle taking place. Nobody laid hands on, on me. It was just me talking to, to God. And a miracle happens. Why? Because now I had tapped into God's strategy. I have tapped into the way that Jesus is healing me. Are you getting this? This is possible for you. And you say, well, brother, I don't know how to hear God's voice. Well, I'll teach you how to hear God's voice. Go to the school of the anointing and watch the videos on how to hear God's voice. The thing is, it's not that you don't hear. The thing is, is that you haven't cultivated the powers of your discernment to discern or your perception. And you don't, you don't basically listen. So it's a matter of learning how to listen and how to do that. And it is simple. Anyone can do it. It's just we have to be intentional. I'm encouraging you. You can walk in this level. It is, it is a level for everyone. But only if you are hungry, if you are intentional, if you want to grow and keep searching and keep asking and have a relationship. Remember, this is not religion. We don't have to do a set of this and this and this. Then Jesus is going to be happy for us and with us. And then perhaps if he's in a good mood, he might do something. No, he loves you. He died for you, for Christ's sake. He died in your name and in your place. He loves you. He's not going to withhold any good thing from you. He's going to show you how is he healing you. How is he blessing you? What is he doing? What is he thinking? You're going to walk in a new realm because you're being intentional and tapping into what Jesus has. Praise God. So that's how we get God's secrets. He loves you. Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the works of this law. The secrets belong to God, but the revelations are for you and I. That's right. You can right now, even if you're sick in your body, maybe you've tried everything and people have laid hands on you. Stop. Stop. And say, sweet Jesus, how are you healing me? And you are going to find his secrets that are flowing out of love to you. How are you blessing me? How are you prospering us? What are you thinking? What are you doing? 
You see, dear friend, that's relationship. That's intimacy right there. And you're going to begin to see and to hear the heart of God being revealed to you. That is key number one. Key number two I want to give you. Access heaven's kingdom realm on earth through the blood of Jesus. Matthew 16, 19. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. It says, I'll give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. He has given you and I the keys to open up heaven. And one of the keys is the blood of Jesus. Okay? But the key I want to talk about, emphasize here in this point number two, is the key of binding and loosing. Forbidding and releasing. He says, I've given you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You have the keys of the kingdom to bring to earth the realm of heaven. Now, imagine, is there coronavirus in heaven? No. Is there infirmity, sickness, bondage, calamities, sickness and disease and pain? No. So, when you begin to forbid here what is already forbidden in heaven, you are accessing. You are bringing heaven's kingdom realm to bear in your situation, in your environment, in your marriage, in your family, in your community, in your city. See, dear friend, this is the level that God is calling you to. Yes, it's a level of responsibility, but guess what? You have what it takes. You don't have to fast and, uh, and pray for, for days to get it. You already have it. You just have to use it. Okay? He says, I've given you the authority. The kingdom says, whatever you bind on earth and whatever you lose on earth. So, it's up to you. He didn't say whatever I bind. He said, whatever you bind on earth. When you speak, the power of God is released. That's how you unlock that power. It's in there. The Holy Ghost is, lives in you. He hasn't left. He lives in you. But you unlock him and put him to work with your words and with your action. When you come in agreement with heaven by speaking what heaven speaks, there is a convergence. There is a divine convergence. Heaven comes and touches earth. When you begin to speak into your situation and you forbid what's already forbidden in heaven, heaven comes and invades your situation, your marriage, your home, your environment, whatever it is that you're going through, wherever you are, you can be the agent of God's transformation. Because you speak, you forbid what is forbidden in heaven, you release what is already released in heaven. Hallelujah. That is point number two. Dear friend, you have what it takes. You don't even need anybody to lay hands on you. That's right. And this brings me to point number three. You see, because most of the time, we have faith in everybody's faith except our own. Right? But this is what he says. Point number three, exercise your God's, God's authority in you. That authority, he has given it to you. You have it. It's not that you're going to get it. You already have it. You don't need to pray and fast to get it. You have it. Luke 10, 19. Listen carefully. I have given you authority that you now possess. I'm reading out of the Amplified. To tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority. He's given you the ability, the power, the only. That's the person of the Holy Spirit. Over all the powers of the enemy. Satan, and nothing will in any way harm you. 
You see, dear friend, it's not something that is in the future. It's not something that is out there that you're going to attain someday or somehow because you have done ABCD. This is something that you have. When you got saved, you received it. Okay? You received it. But it's laying dormant. That's the thing. It's laying dormant. That's why we are putting out this message and this call to activate you, to call you to come forth. We say come forth by beginning to exercise. Now, what is the key to this? The key to this is you have to believe that God believes in you. You have to believe the authority that God has given you. It's the same authority that any other spiritual general in history has. By the way, it's the same authority. It's just that when you use your authority, it increases. When you don't use it, it just lays there. But it's in you, that authority. And when you use it, it grows, it grows, and it grows to where demons see you and they begin to flee. I'll give you an example. A couple years ago, a dear friend called me to go minister to his son who was being tormented. As I went by a couple hours later, as I knocked on the door, the demons in the boy said, Oh, Andrew is here. How did they know that it was? I mean, he told me later the story, and then the young, the young man, you know, stood up, and he was all agitated there. They were ready to leave. Trust me, by the time I walked into that room, those demons that were afraid of me, they were gone. I had to deal with other stronger demons, all the strong men, but not these little lieutenants. You know why? Because God increases your authority. And there comes a time, as you use this authority, it grows. See, dear friend, now you say, well, you're a minister. and Let me give you another story. At age 15, I prayed for a, a blind beggar at the city market center in Kampala, Uganda. And God healed him. That was the first miracle. That was the launching of the miracle ministry. I was 15 years old. I was a teenager. I had gotten saved. I wasn't a minister. I didn't do anything in the church. I wasn't ordained, licensed, trained, what, all the things you can think of. I wasn't any of that. I was just reading my Bible, loving on Jesus, and how to do what Jesus said to do. Dear friend, and when I believed that I have the authority to step on serpents and scorpions and all the powers of darkness and crush them in the name of Jesus, guess what? When I spoke and I acted, that anointing was released. <laughs> it was like, wow, this can't be true. But it was happening. And it has been happening now for the last 33, 34 years. You see, dear friend, it has nothing to do with your spiritual maturity. It has nothing to do with your calling. It has nothing to do with your experience. Okay? It has nothing to do with all that. Now, what I'm talking about is you have, every believer has it. Whether you believe it or not, it doesn't matter. You have it. Okay? It doesn't matter. But those ones that go on to grow in it are the ones who take action. Now, are you going to be the one that takes action in this year and say yes to this message? Yes to God. And to say, God, I want to be the one that comes out of the hiding. I don't want to be like Gideon. Thank God Gideon, you know, at least yielded and the Spirit of God clothed himself with him. You know, but are you going to be one that always gives an excuse or always looking? Because I'm telling you, 
where we're going in this world, a time is going to come that you're not going to have your precious minister, your precious evangelist, healing evangelist, lay hands on you. We are going there. We are already there. And you can see we are on a lockdown. It's you and your family. You have your, I mean, your Christianity, <laughs> you, you have to basically work on your salvation. You have to, in other words, invest in your relationship. We can't depend on other people's relationship. It is good. It is biblical. But I'm telling you, the relationship that is the most important is the, most, is the relationship that you yourself cultivate with God, with the help of your church community, with the help of your, you know, your loved ones, your church family, and the body of Christ. But the, we have to invest in our relationship. And right now, this is the beginning of a new thing for you, I believe, my friend. If you're already walking in the power of God, bless you. I pray that this is encouraging you. But if you're not, I challenge you and encourage you to say yes to the message, to say yes, to seek out somebody, to seek out a mentor, somebody who can help you get higher. We here at Kingdom Impact Ministry, we have put together material to reach people around the world. We are on a mission to equip, to see the body of Christ, the saints movement. We want to be a part of that. We are not it, but we want to play our part to raise up the saints. You are a saint, and we want to invest in you. So, as I finish this message, I want to invite you to different opportunities we have going on. You can go online and join our online course, the School of the Anointing. You can take it anytime at your own pace and join another uh, community that you can get encouragement from other believers, men and women that have the same passion like you. You are not alone there. You are not a weirdo to want to walk in the power of God. I know some people kind of, you know, feel shy that, you know, what people think of me. There is a multitude of people out there who want to live the kingdom reality here on earth as it is in heaven. So you're not alone. And every month, I'm going to go live. Starting this month, I'm going live to, it's called Catch and Release the Supernatural. I'm going to teach the keys, methods, secrets, and the steps that, you know, that have blessed me. And I continue to grow as I seek God. I want to impart to you everything that God has imparted to me through my mentors and, and through the Holy Spirit. I want to impart to you. So every month, I'll have live interactive training where you can ask me questions and we can, you know, go back and forth in, on this group training. Catch and release the supernatural every month live. Okay? You can go and register online on our website, kingdomimpactministry.org. Those, I believe those numbers are on your screen. Maybe there's a phone number or a website. There, there. Go and join. We'll look forward to having you. And then, if you haven't read my book, Working the Works of God, we want to send you a copy. For any donation of any amount to the ministry, we will send it to you wherever you are in the world. Okay? We will send it to you. Because we want to put these keys of the kingdom to work in your life. So go to our website for a donation of any amount. We'll send you this book free of charge. Amen. We love you. We are praying for you. Dear friend, the results of God's power are immense. Actually, I'm talking about them in my upcoming book, Catch and Release the Supernatural. I dedicated a whole chapter to talk about the results of God's power. You can't walk in holiness if you're not full of God's power. I mean, we see an example between, uh, in the Bible, the five foolish and the five wise virgins. The wise virgins had the anointing, the oil, okay? And when the bridegroom tarried, they had enough oil to sustain their relationship, 
because the, the lamp uh, is symbolic of the relationship with God. They had enough in, within themselves, they had enough anointing that they were walking, they had cultivated a lifestyle of the power of God that they could tarry through thick and thin. When the going gets rough, many people fall away. Okay? And I have shared some prophetic uh, words about what God showed me about the great falling away. And part of the problem is, you know, many have rested their faith on the teachings of man rather than the power of God. Okay? That's why Paul said, you know, he was walking in the demonstration of the spirit and power, okay? And his desire that his faith, his foundation, his belief system was resting on the power of God. Let me tell you, dear friend, the world is looking for what you have. The world is waiting for you. There are people in your world right now that are going to be transformed because you are activated, because you are rising up. Don't look at yourself and say, woe is me, I'm in this pain. Let me tell you, come in the school of the anointing. We're going to teach you how to speak to your cancer, to use the keys of the kingdom to experience miracles, to release miracles. Let me tell you, God is the one who heals, but he uses you to do your part, to do what he said he will do. Amen? So, we desire to see you rise up in the spirit and in the power of God. So, as I finish, and I'm going to do, pray for you, if this ministry and this message is blessed to you, I encourage you, there's a, a website on, on your screen, I encourage you to go, go make a special resurrection Passover gift to our ministry, and we'll send you a love gift. Uh, just bless the ministry so we can continue bring, bringing these messages to you. If you are watching and you don't have a relationship with God, we want to pray with you. The Bible says that if you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, if you believe that in your heart, and if you will confess with your mouth, you can be saved. As simple as that. You believe that Jesus is the Son of God and God rose him from the dead for your sake and for your sins, and he died for you and you confess him, declare him to be your Lord and Savior, you can be saved right now. Say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you are Son of God and that God rose you from the dead. I confess with my mouth that I am a sinner and I need salvation. Come into my heart. Wash me with the blood that you shed on Calvary's cross and write my, my name in the book of life. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I am born again. I am yours. Fill me with the Holy Spirit so that I may live a holy life and empower me to do your perfect will. Amen. Dear friend, if you have said that simple prayer, Jesus has come into your life and you are a new creation. I encourage you to go to our website, write to us, and let us know of your decision. We'd like to point you into the right direction, help you go further, develop this relationship that we're talking about, to walking in the power of God, so you can be a transformer, a life changer, a reformer in your world. Amen. And if you are sick in your body, we just want to pray, come in agreement with you and pray that God's touch will come upon your body. So you can Place your hand where the pain is. If it's all over the place, just put it on your head. 
Just put your hand on your head and we'll pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bring this one listening or watching. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. We speak the blood of Jesus over them right now. And we bind the spirit of infirmity, pain, sickness, and disease. We bind all confusion, calamity right now in their lives. Torment, affliction, oppression of sin. We bind you, we break you, and we render you powerless. And we cast you out of their lives. And we send you into the abyss and unlock you with the judgment key of Christ Jesus to come back no more. And now we release, through the power of God, we release health, wholeness, strength, energy, the fullness of God's life to permeate their whole beings from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet until they are completely quickened and healed by the Spirit of the living God who lives right inside them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Dear friend, I believe God is doing a work right now. If you believe it, declare it over yourself and give praise and thanks to God. Amen. Come in agreement with God. See what Jesus is doing and repeat that. Okay? And use the authority that has been given to you. Believe in your faith because God believes in you. May God bless you. Now, join me next time as I talk to you about what to do when you don't know what to do. May God bless you and thank you for watching. As a believer, the keys to the supernatural are in your hands, and with them you can access your inheritance. In his newest book, Working the Works of God, Dr. Andrew teaches us how, through the glory of God and His anointing, we are empowered to move past our human abilities and function in the supernatural realm, where nothing is impossible. Order your copy today. To become a Kingdom Impact Ministry partner or sow a financial seed, Call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or log on to www.kingdomimpactministry.org. Supernatural Realm, where nothing is impossible. Order your copy today. To become a Kingdom Impact Ministry partner or sow a financial seed, call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or log on to www.kingdomimpactministry.org. Watch Andrew on the Kingdom Come broadcast 24-7 online at kingdomimpactministry.org and on our Kingdom Impact Ministry TV channels available on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Android TV. To stream on the go, get the Kingdom Impact Ministry mobile app for Apple and Android devices from the App Store today. To receive prayer, order resources, or to become a partner with Kingdom Impact Ministry, call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or visit us online at kingdomimpactministry.org. You can also write to us at Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.